Here we go. It's another big week in the NFL for the Chicago Bears. This is the Bears Wire Podcast, powered by USA Today Sports. Now your host, Ryan O'Leary and Bears Wire editor, Alyssa Barbieri. Welcome to the show. It's our second annual Bears Draft Bingo Card episode. So it was so popular last year that we had to bring it back, right, Alyssa? Oh, we did. I'm super excited because if I recall, we got a bingo going across the top. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, I think the only problem with last year's bingo card was that the theme was to kind of make fun of Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace for obvious reasons. That's That was the whole theme of the card, and I think that's why fans liked it. Uh, and then Ryan Pace kind of floored us, right, when he traded for Justin Fields. And the week after the draft, we came back on, Alyssa. I was so I was so stunned by the move that I was singing Ryan Pace's praises. I actually declared that I would never say anything bad about him again. Uh, so we have a brand yeah no it didn't eventually that that wore (laughs) off but we do have a brand new Bears draft bingo card for 2022 tailored to the new regime and we'll be revealing all nine squares uh, later in the show so so that's kind of fun it's it's always a fun thing to do yeah I mean it's more interesting this year I don't I feel better because we have the quarterback, we have Justin Fields now. So, you know, I remember last year, I'm thinking back to, you know, the whole Russell Wilson of, of everything. And then it's Mitch Trubisky, like, you know, that was him going off in free agency and then the Andy Dalton of everything. And, oh man, it, it was an interesting time last year. I think that, you know, even though this year is probably going to be a difficult one, you know, it helps that they have the quarterback in place. So, you know, this should be, I think it'll be fun. It will. I think the bingo looking, so if you were to Google, Bears draft bingo. The first image that comes up is the Bears bingo card that we had last year, Alyssa. It's because this doesn't exist anywhere else. This is why people come to the nope. the Bears Wire podcast to get this kind of content. <laughs> and you know, another thing that's fun about this is like none of us have any clue what Ryan Poles is going to do. We'll be talking about that later. Nobody knows who they're going to draft. We could go through two hundred mock drafts with you, or we could make a bingo card, right? Like that's that's kind of how it is. But I think the first row. I'm looking at it right now. Any mention of Pace or Nagy on the hot seat? I'm sure Mel Kiper or somebody said said something like that, right? Uh, oh yeah, that we, was mentioned. We gave us yeah, we gave us credit for that. Bears draft a quarterback in any round. Boom, we got Justin Fields and Bears trade up in the first round. Bingo, top row. There it is. So we'll see if we can oh. go. We'll see if we can go two to two because we try to make it so it's uh, you know it's feasible to get a bingo, but we don't want it to be super easy either. You know, you gotta you kind of have to pay attention and try to get it. So uh, I'm looking forward to get into this year's card. We've been we worked very hard on it again, Alyssa. Right, going back and forth trying to figure it out. But I wanted to get us in the mood a little bit. So let's start with Justin Fields meeting with the media during the the Bears offseason program. Uh, one thing he said, Alyssa, that that stuck out to me is that you know he he hopes the new regime tailors the offense to his skill set. And I was like, huh, that sounds like something we've talked about ad nauseum. Uh, and then when he was asked if the previous regime put him in the best position to succeed, he said, I don't know, and then kind of gave a politically, a politically correct answer, didn't he? He was like, you know, you kind of do the best with what you got. And I personally found those comments to be indictments on Pace and Nagy. Was I reading too far into that? I felt feel, I felt like Fields felt the same as, as we did last year, as that was playing out. He kind of told us, while taking the politically correct route, I feel like he kind of told us that. Yeah, I mean, I think 
you know, he didn't really need to say it because <laughs> his re- his reaction, I don't know. And like, it was a quick pause. Yeah. Everyone watched last season. Everyone saw, I mean, yes, you know, Fields had his own mistakes. You know, he needed to work on, you know, taking care of better care of the football and getting rid of it quicker. He had his own mistakes, but at the same time, he was not put in an ideal position to succeed by his head coach, mostly. Uh, and then also uh, Ryan Pace at times. So, I mean, he didn't really need to say anything. We all knew. But, you know, you got to like him taking the politically correct route and just taking the high road and being like, you know what, it doesn't matter because they're gone. You know, now it's Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus and his new offensive coordinator, Luke Getze. So, you know, he's putting that behind him and looking to what hopefully is a much brighter future. Yeah, what have you been feeling out of the early stages of the uh, the offseason program? Because to me, it feels like it's kind of all about fields. You know, he's no longer the, you know, the quote unquote chess piece, as Matt Nagy used to call him, call him, right? Like they're, you know, one thing they're changing is drop back. So his left foot is forward and that's supposed to help speed the timing up or something. And you know what? That's all technical stuff. I don't know. I don't care, but I don't care. I'm, I'm excited to hear about his left foot being forward instead of his right foot, Alyssa, because it just shows me that Luke Getze and company are actually trying different things with him and trying to develop him and being like, man, the ball coming out faster this year might help us, right? So, like, I just felt like that's something we never saw last year. Yeah, and that's something, you know, the whole, you know, dropping back with his left foot first, that's something that's, you know, a timing thing. That's how the offense is predicated with with, uh, Luke Getze's scheme. So it's a small change, and, you know, so far, you know, they hit the practice field uh, earlier this week. So, you know, they're they're getting that timing stuff down. But, I mean, even from – like earlier in the offseason when they first hired Luke Getze and one of the first things when he met the media that came out of his mouth is that he's going to build this offense around Justin Fields. And it was something so simple, something so obvious that, you know, I'm sure, you know, every other offensive coordinator in the NFL has said when you have a young quarterback and you're building around him. But, you know, obviously having Matt Nagy here for the last four years and obviously with Fields being in this offense and just seeing how Nagy did absolutely nothing to fit this offense around him. You know, hearing those words, it, that was encouraging from the start. And to hear Fields, you know, echo that sentiment and be like, you know, he feels like this offense is going to help, is predicated to him doing things that, you know, he's really good at doing his strength, getting him outside the pocket, utilizing that mobility, which is something that we didn't see enough of last year, unless it was Fields, you know, running away because the pocket was collapsing. So, I mean, I, I'm encouraged by what I'm hearing. Obviously, you know, we're in April, right? So, you know, we still got a long way to go. There's still plenty of, you know, players that aren't on the roster right now, you know, obviously ahead of the draft. So, I mean, they're just learning the basics of the offense right now. But everything that we've heard, I'm encouraged, you know, cautiously optimistic. You know, I think, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, whether Ryan Poles was doing what was necessary to put Fields in a position to succeed in the second year. And obviously, you know, we, we've talked about how, you know, he hasn't really done enough in free agency. You know, he's tried to make some moves that didn't work out. He did make some smaller moves. You know, he has to clean up the mess that Ryan Pace left behind. But, you know, one of the things that Poles was really confident in was that the coaching, you know, bringing in new coaches and this offensive scheme that is going to be built around the quarterback is something that he th- that he believes would go a long way to him being better. So, I mean, even that, and then you add the talent around him, and I think, Obviously, we're going to see a big jump. Absolutely. So Justin Fields, Pace, Nagy, Ryan Poles. These are all themes that we're going to get into on the bingo card. I think we should just let's just get into this. I can't wait any longer. There's no we have nine squares to go over, Alyssa. So we're going to we'll we'll interject our thoughts on the draft as we go as we go forward here. 
Um, I, you know, I was going to rip on Nagy a little bit more, but let, let's just get into the bingo card. I don't need to do that. I've been doing that for two <laughs> years. Um, and, you know, that brings us to the first square. So we're going across the top row here, uh, top left corner. The first square is an, an ode to our past, you know, kind of an ode to last year. It's any mention of Pacer Nagy, right? So this could be any mention on any of the three days on the broadcast, anything if they bring up the failures of Pace or the failures of Nagy or how they got fired or if they accidentally call Ryan Poles, Ryan Pace or Matt Eberflus, Matt Nagy, because you know that could easily happen, right, Alyssa? We did it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've done it plenty of times. Uh, you know, anything like that, you get that square. Yeah, and I think... You know, especially for Bears fans, too, it'll be nice just to kind of this was hopefully the last time we're going to hear about this. You know, Ryan Pace and Ryan, uh, sorry, Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, uh, because now we don't have it's not like Mitch Trubisky there. So we have to constantly be reminded, you know, about Ryan Pace or anything. I mean, at this point, I think hopefully this is the draft where we can just kind of put them behind us. And we don't have to mention them again. And hopefully we get to a point where we won't accidentally be messing their names up. But man. Did George McCaskey make it hard hiring another Ryan and Matt duo? Oh, my goodness. Like, I mean, you know that someone on one of these broadcasts is going to mess it up. You know it. <laughs> I mean, Ryan Poles, Ryan Pace, you got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me with this. So, yeah, it could be by accident. It could be on purpose. If we hear about Pace, we hear about Nagy, uh, you get a square. I think we have a good chance to get that one. Uh, okay, so now the middle row on the, you know, the middle top row, middle middle square. Uh Going, this is. I think this is our favorite theme. <laughs> this has gotten us through plenty of podcasts since he was uh, traded for and drafted by the Bears. Uh, the development of Justin Fields, right? So, any mention of Justin Fields' development, and, and help me with this, Alyssa. Like, what counts here? Like, you know, because obviously, I'm certainly obsessed with this topic. We started off the show actually talking about Justin Fields, talking about his own development, right? So, this is something that we've been going on and on and on about. It's refreshing that they're talking about it this year. And I think, you know, if, if the, uh, the the broadcasters are talking about the Bears looking at offensive players, I think they could slip in something about, you know, Justin Fields' development is the most important thing. Number one priority. They have to get help for Fields. So anything like that would count, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, any pretty much mention of Justin Fields. Because at this point, obviously, for the Bears, that's the storyline surrounding them, right? It has been... The entire offseason when yep, they were looking yep. for a GM, a head coach, it's about Justin Fields, get the right you know guy in place. So, I mean, especially because you look at what they've done in free agency and, you know, Ryan Poles has not been, you know, <laughs> receiving a lot of, uh, there have been a lot of positive comments about what Ryan Poles has done in free agency in terms of, you know, helping Justin Fields. You have people writing takes which i just thought was ridiculous about how justin fields would request a trade uh i'm like we're in april guys can we just calm down just take take a breath and take a step back uh so but the concern is real like i mean it's even outside of the bears fan base and i think we've been seeing this for a few months even like people are concerned about justin fields i mean matt nagy's gone yes but they want to make sure that he has the you know supporting cast around him get him some receivers get him some protection up front so I mean, there's going to be plenty of discussion about Justin Fields and his development and any concerns about him. And I think that that would all count as that square. Okay. So I, I'm feeling good about those two squares happening. And you know, yeah. we, we hit bingo in the top row last, last year. So uh, we could probably hit it again because I think this next one has a chance in it. In, so top row, 
far right square. We got, you know, these are three three squares per row. Um, the Bears go defense with their first selection. Now, this one feels like it, it could happen, Alyssa. So that means their first selection. So even if they trade back out of, what is that, pick number 38 in the second round is their first pick? 39. 39. So, if, yeah, so if they trade back from 39, then whatever their first selection is, if it's defense, you get this square. I think it could happen because the Bears are meeting with a ton of defensive prospects pre-draft Alyssa. The head coach has a defensive background. And we're all rooting for a wide receiver, and I wouldn't be surprised at all to have a wide receiver that we all like on the board. We're all rooting. We're all standing up. We're cheering at our TV. And Ryan Poles goes and goes defense to, just because we don't know what's coming with this guy, right? We can't, you can't trust him to do what you want him, you want him to do because he's going to do something else because he's got a different plan of mind. So the Bears taking a defensive player with their first pick, it's likely. Yeah, I could definitely see it because when you look at some of their biggest needs, which I'm sure we're going to talk about later after this card here, or we're just talking about it now. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously offense is a big, you know, is a big need with wide receiver and offensive line, but you know, also on defense, cornerback is a big hole. It's something that Ryan Pace didn't address last offseason, and it blew up in his face. I mean, my goodness, you had Kendall Vildor and Artie Burns starting for most of the year opposite Jalen Johnson, who was like the only stable cornerback on that roster. And you had Thomas Graham, poor Thomas Graham, sitting on you know, the practice squad for, you know, 14 weeks. But, you know, like, so cornerback is definitely a need uh, at this point. So I would not be shocked, especially – you know, if, you know, there are some prospects up there, like Kyler Gordon is someone from Washington I'd be looking out for. If he's available, I could see, you know, the Bears going after him because uh, they really need to shore up cornerback. I mean, it, it's an incredibly important position. And I think Ryan Poles kind of studying the roster and seeing what he did and like players he let walk and, you know, players that he kind of parted ways with. You know, he's looking to address the weaknesses on this roster and cornerback is one of the biggest. Yeah, so I think that that top row. You know, if the Bears go defense, Alyssa, as you're just saying, we could get a bingo again. Could get a bingo again on the, on the, on the first row. row. Yeah, so let's see. Let's see if we go two for two. Um, but now we're going to get into our middle row, which includes a free space, which we'll get to. But we'll start with the left, going left to right, middle row, left square. Uh, Bears trade up. Now, this is one. This is the biggest long shot. I think you got to have a long shot on the card, right, Alyssa? One that has you know probably won't happen. I think this one has no chance of happening, but Bears trading up. Uh, now, now they do have the capital to move up and up to the first round, right? If they want to get into day one, they have the capital with two second round picks like that. They could move up to round one if they wanted to. The problem is they only have six total draft picks this year. Uh, and all Ryan Poles tells us is that he's looking to gain more draft capital, not you know spend it to move up, right? So I feel like it's a long shot. Bears trade up, though. How you feel about that? Yeah, I definitely think it's a long shot. Um, but with that said, just because when I think one thing, like I'm just used to Ryan Pace doing the other. And I know that that's a frustrating thing with Ryan Poles is I don't really know him yet and what his tendencies are. And I think we'll get a good idea of that after this year. Uh, but, you know, I don't really expect them to, to trade up because he's someone who wants to accumulate draft capital. And, you know, he sees a lot of potential in some of these day two prospects, especially they have three picks in the top 71. They can get starters and impact players there. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if they were to even trade back, which I don't know, that may or may, may not be on the bingo card. Uh, but yeah, we don't really know what Poles is going to do here. So, I mean, I'm going to say long shot, but it's not impossible. Just because if I say never going to happen, they're going to trade up and I'm going to be like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> and, and, and it doesn't have to be day one. They could, they could trade up at any point in the draft. That so is if, true. They, if they package up some picks, 
or picking some players or whatever and move up, then that you get that square. Now, okay, for the second year in a row, I've put the free space right in the middle because this is like a tic-tac-toe board, the way we do this, Alyssa. Uh, now, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to... I could probably put this free space anywhere um, you know, because it's not like you can you can get a bingo diagonally, right? That's not a thing. Is that a thing in bingo? Can you go diagonally? Maybe. Well, for the sake of it, if we don't have any across, then we're going to say yes. Yeah, yeah. If if we have <laughs> to use that. In case you do have a yeah. diagonal one. Okay, yeah. So if we have to do that, because look, all right, so the whole thing with a free space is that it's a free space. Like you should be able to put your little, you should be able to take that square right away. Uh, and last year, last year, I don't think we got it. So the free space last year, I think was an X was X'd out because we said any booing bears right. fan during the broadcast. And I think bears fans were, were cheering unless they were booing Roger Goodell. Oh my God. Beforehand. Right? right. They were cheering when the bears moved up to get Justin Fields. I don't think any bears fans were booing that move. I certainly will. You weren't. And they don't. They never stopped either after that because then it, Kevin Jenkins. Yeah, it and was like just Larry Borum. Again, it was a, a Ryan Pace. Like it was good. Ryan Pace love fest again. <laughs> that next week, I didn't know who I was. I was like, oh my god, I love this Ryan Pace. Uh, <laughs> so the free space, it has to be free. Like you have to get that. And uh, so last year, the, the free space we didn't get, which felt just criminal. So I apologize. My apologies for that. So this year, um, I think this is a kind of a two-parter. Any concerned Bears fan, that's the free space here, right in the middle, middle row, and that means if you see a you know see a fan, you know maybe if maybe on day one when the Packers are picking or something, they show a Bears fan looks a little concerned, or you know on day two, you know some a group of Bears fans are really nervous before Ryan pulls his pick comes in because we don't know what he's going to do, or if you yourself are a concerned Bears fan right now with the state of the team. <laughs> You get that square. I think that at the start of the draft, night one on Thursday, when we kick this thing off, even though the Bears aren't doing anything, every single Bears fan that is doing this bingo card, you can go ahead and you know, put your little bingo piece down. Because <laughs> there's, I don't think there's anyone that's not concerned about something at this point. Like it might not be like a a huge long term concern, but there's definitely an immediate concern. You know, <laughs> whether yeah. it's concerned about Brian Poles trading up, uh, whether it's concerned about are they going to be able to get Justin Fields some help. Uh, whether it's a concern about you know what position they're going to drop, there like there are going to be plenty of Bears fans that are concerned. That's just like how we operate. It, we never turn it off. It just yep. I haven't turned it off. I mean, ever <laughs> since I've been rooting for this team. <laughs> free space, free space. So this year you got to get the free space. So just you are a concerned Bears fan if you're being honest with yourself. Give yourself the free space, and then we move <laughs> on to the uh, the right side. You know, the right square in the middle row. Uh, this one's a doozy. Okay, so uh, Matt Eberflus the new coach of the Chicago Bears, head coach. I feel like this one's very likely to hit because, you know, so if if Eberflus is pronounced multiple ways during the broadcast, Alyssa, you get this square. So if it's Eberflus, uh, Eberflus, Eberflus, you know, like if it's pronounced multiple ways, if you hear it pronounced two different ways, you get this square. I think you've got to get this one, right? Yeah, and this is also a very Chicago square. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's perfect. I mean, I've also I've I've even heard from like media people. I've I, I think I heard it at least once, like uh, Eberflus. I've heard Eberflus at one point because I remember like when they hired him. Like the first thing I did, I was like, okay, how do you pronounce his name? Because I want to make sure. I think I, I was right. asking you too. I'm like, what? How, how do we? Yeah, do and this? I was like Eberflus. I've heard Eberflus. Like I went and watched like a press conference. Like I was trying to get his name, and I was like, yes, okay, it's Eberflus. 
Because, you know, like with the whole Matt Nagy, Nagy thing, like that was a whole thing for four years. And people were just like, at one point, whatever, just he'll answer either. And didn't he say it was like Nagy, Nagy, like N-E-G-Y yeah, once? So I, I had yeah. no, I had no idea how to say it. <laughs> So I just you you like to call him Nagy, so I just went with Nagy. I think I said it different on every podcast we did. So yeah, this is bound to happen with the <laughs> again with the new Matt, the new head coach, just like Nagy, Nagy, Nagy. I don't know. It's Eberflus, 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 like whatever. Like who, if if you hear it two different ways by an analyst or some special person that they talk to or a fan, if you hear it. Multiple ways in the broadcast, you get that square. I feel pretty good about that one. How you feeling about that? That's six squares down at a nine. How you feeling about it so much so far, Alyssa? I'm feeling good. I mean, if anything, I would say the top row has the best chance so far of making that bingo. Agreed. Just because I'm not sold on the trading up thing, and yeah. maybe people shock me and actually did homework and say Eberflus's name right, but <laughs> I, there's going to be one person that mispronounces it, of and I'm going to be listening. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. have both broadcasts going. <laughs> I agree. That's going to be a really tough one because I do not think the Bears are going to trade up. Uh, okay, so bottom row, left side. Uh, this one's so Bears draft a wide receiver. At any point, Bears draft a wide receiver. Uh, feels like a gimme because I think this is the number one need. I, and I think this is something that fans need to see. Alyssa, I think they need to see the new regime making a commitment to their quarterback. And that means going to get him an actual guy that can blossom into that n- number one wide receiver role, be the next Allen Robinson for them. Because as much as I think we all love Darnell Mooney, and I'm a huge fan of Darnell Mooney, I think he's a, an elite number two wide receiver. But we need that number one outside big contested catch guy to compliment Mooney, right? And there are names out here, even in the second round, that the Bears could go in that uh, the Bears could go get. We'll get into some specifics here coming up. But Bears draft a wide receiver. It feels like a gimme, but if they don't draft a wide receiver in this draft, Alyssa, that's going to be a huge talking point. Yeah, definitely. That's why I feel like this is like a bonus free space in many ways because it just they're going to draft a wide receiver it's i think it's just a matter of where like are they going to use their first draft pick you know at number 39 to get someone who especially someone like you know george pickens or christian watson if they're still there you know that's or are they going to kind of wait to their second pick in 48 or you could even still get some talented guys in the third round at 71 so i mean like i think you're definitely going to see them draft a receiver it's just a question of where uh, so I'm I'm gonna say that's a bonus free space right there for you, Bears fans. <laughs> okay, I love it. And you know, again, that one if you're going up and down, so you got the vertical on the left side of the card. Yeah, uh, that's Ooh. the one that has the any mention of Pacer Nagy, and it has the Bears draft a wide receiver. But in the middle there, you have the Bears trading up. So that's still a tough bingo to hit, right? So that's so uh, even though a lot of incoming, right? So so even if <laughs> so even if. Uh, the Bears do draft that wide receiver and it does end up being a gimme, you know, maybe, you know, maybe trade up. But yeah, right. If they trade up into the first round to go get Chris Olave, boom. Now we're talking. Uh they they could do it all in one fell swoop, being like, this is a a move that Ryan Pace would have made. Let's trade up and get our guy. Right. So it could all happen <laughs> in like a one minute span. Boom, that bingo on the on the on the left side. Um, okay, so kind of like it did last year, too, yeah, with that with it the top row. It was very quick. It, it was very quick, fast and furious. Uh, all right, I like this one because it really captures the spirit of Ryan Poles to me. Um, so, bottom row, middle square, Bears draft a surprise prospect. Surprise in quotes, meaning 
if anybody is surprised or stunned or shocked by the Bears, uh, by a Bears draft pick, we get this square because the spirit of this is that we really don't know how to read Ryan Poles, right? We've been calling him like he's like sitting at the Texas Hold'em table, right? Like we really don't. He's been holding his cards <laughs> close to his vest. We really don't know what he's going to do. So we, he, if he drafts somebody kind of off the radar that fans and analysts are, are kind of puzzled over, and we see that energy on Twitter and, and we're kind of feeling it on the broadcast, you get that square. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, we always think of like, you know, day one, day two, but this we're going, you know, through round six here. So, I mean, they yep. could get a surprise prospect that someone that's fallen, you know, and you're kind of like, wow, you know, this guy has fallen to like round six or round five or, you know, where, wherever they go. So, I mean, yeah, that's interesting. I like that one a lot. It, 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 it is keeping in, in theme with Ryan Poles because, like you mentioned, we really have no idea what he's going to do. No idea. No idea. No idea. <laughs> so you can have some fun with that one. Uh, you know, give yourself, you know, give yourself credit. If you feel like, you know, Mel Kuyper Jr., if you're watching the ESPN one and he's really struggling to, to describe someone they're, they're, or they don't have highlights of this guy, you know, they're trying to find highlights or trying to stall, trying to find a highlight package for the kid that the Bears just drafted. You could take that. That counts as being surprised. That counts as Ryan Poles kind of, you know, pulling the curtain over us or whatever that saying is. I don't know. But you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, we don't know what he's going to do. We don't, we don't know if he's bluffing us or what. The freaking Ryan Poles. So, uh, so that's fun. So our last square, bottom row, um, all the way on the right side. And you mentioned this earlier, Alyssa. You probably know what's coming. Bears trade back. And I think, uh, I think Poles has made it known that he wants to build through the draft, right? He's told us that he wants to acquire more draft picks if he can. He showed us that he will do that by trading Khalil Mack, right? So there has been a ton of speculation heading into this draft around the Bears that the Bears will be looking to move one or both of their second-round picks to move back and accumulate more draft picks, maybe moving back late into the second round and then accumulating maybe another third or another fourth or something. Uh Feels like that could easily happen, and when you got two picks in the second round, kind of close together, you know, I could I could easily see them moving one of those, you know, moving back, acquiring an extra third or an extra fourth, something like that, moving back in the second round. Uh, seems very plausible, and there's a lot of steam behind the Bears trading back. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely, you nailed it. I mean, you know, polls made it clear that he does want to build through the draft, and that he is open to acquiring more draft capital. We saw him when he traded Khalil Mack. That was one way. The other way is to trade draft picks, right? So you can trade back. Uh, and I definitely see that as a possibility. Like you said, they have two second-round picks. You could – that 39 pick, especially if some players start to fall and you have someone that wants to go up and get their guy and you want to go, you know, just you know, fall back a little bit later in the second round and acquire an additional, like, third or fourth pick, you know, that's definitely something I can see happening. And I'm looking at that bottom row now. And I'm like, all three of those could happen. Like Definitely. the Bears could trade back. Yep, I like. And that. then they could land a receiver who is a surprise prospect because he fell so far. Yeah, I can see like landing Bingo in that bottom row right there. I like. I, I mean, I like trading back. I like drafting a receiver. I think both of those are going to hit. Uh, so yeah, that one, that one's kind of easy because that that second, you know that that second square in the bottom row kind of ambiguous, right? We're we're going to give you some leeway on that one. So. <laughs> that just that might just help us go two for two hitting bingo, right? <laughs> that who knows? Maybe we need to maybe we need to stretch a little bit, like you said, Alyssa. Maybe we have to go diagonally to to try to hit a bingo. Uh, so maybe we'll try to convince you all the week after the draft that one of these draft picks was a surprise, <laughs> so we can get a bingo there. But yeah, I definitely think on on either of those top the top or the bottom row, 
definitely a chance to to hit here on this card. So um, always fun to do the bingo card. Always fun. Always fun to get your analysis on each square. Alyssa. it's it's uh, it's fun. This is a it's a good tradition we're building. It is. I, I really enjoy it because I remember we were talking about the the bingo card last year and like we're going through it and I'm like, there's no way in hell this is going to happen. <laughs> or like, you know, oh, them trading up, getting a quarterback is never going to happen. Oh, remember, I think we were talking about how I think we mentioned Justin Fields in the last draft preview and like the possibility of that happening. And we're like, there is no way that's going to happen. He's not going to fall. They're not going to trade up and get Justin Fields. And then, you know, here we are. So, you know, I'm going to say there's no way, no way in hell the Bears can land Chris Olave, but please don't trade up, though. <laughs> I know, right? Maybe maybe he'll slip and be a surprise fall to the second round. I highly doubt oh, that. Highly doubt I highly that. doubt it, but hey. <laughs> so looking at this bottom row, uh, you know, so say the Bears make one pick in the second round, Alyssa. I'm going to throw a scenario at you. So say they make one okay. pick in the second round, and if that's the case, if they trade back, say they trade 39, but they make their pick at 48. I think it's got to be a wide receiver if they do that. You know, I just, I just, that's where I'm at. Like they met with Christian Watson, they met with Traylon Burks, they met with uh, Tyler Linderbaum, who who might be gone. But you know, as we were saying, they lost Allen Robinson. They need someone who can compete for that number one wide receiver spot. Like, say Ryan, you know, Ryan Poles is feeling, oh man, I I'm really feeling, I'm I'm going to take calls on number thirty nine. I want to move back, but Traylon Burks is there, a guy that could come in and be like a beast. And be your number one wide receiver, maybe right along, like right alongside Mooney, like maybe be the guy. That's gonna be really hard to pass up on that on that player, isn't it? I think so, and I think that's why, you know, when you kind of look at their top needs, I think wide receiver, offensive line, quarterback, like you kind of look at their top needs, and just because wide receiver is their most pressing need doesn't necessarily mean that's what they're going to do first because a lot of the times they're going to go for best player available. So say that maybe they were looking to target an offensive lineman with their first pick or with that pick. And like you said, if Burks is available, then you, I mean, you got to go with your, with the best available players still on the board there. So I mean that I could definitely see that happening. It kind of depends. And that's what makes it exciting. uh, The unknown of it all, because we've seen players drop, you know, and we've seen some go a lot higher than they should. Uh, so it, it, the uncertainty of it all, cause if, you know, depending on who falls at wide receiver, you know, this is a pretty deep group that you could even get an impact player in the third round, you know, if they were to trade back, I mean, they they obviously have the seven first pick, but if they were to trade back in the second round, um, you know, you could have, you know, a couple of later second round picks and still get an impact wide receiver. So I don't know if necessarily they would go receiver or I would go wide receiver first. I guess it just kind of depends who's on the board still. Like if someone like, you know, Sky Moore is available, you know, David Bell, those are some guys that aren't, you know, maybe as high up as like a Christian Watson or George Pickens there, you know, you know, depending on who you talk to. So, I mean, I, it's a matter of just kind of the, who's the best player available on the board at that time. And that's what you have to keep in mind with so many holes at different positions. But I still think that they will go receiver with one of their top three picks. Yeah, I like that. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, if I had my preferred, my my dream Bears draft, I think they they do get a wide receiver early. I don't care where they pick him. I, I just matter that it's a guy that they like and they go get him. Uh, but I, I did. I read a mock draft for the Bears this morning, actually, Alyssa, that had the Bears trading out of 39 and trading out of 48 and then acquiring a pick later in the second round that they also traded out of. So it was three straight trades by oh. Ryan Poles. Do you see... 
anything wild like that happening? Like, do you think he could trade back out of both 39 and 48 and maybe come away with like a late second, an extra third, and a late fourth, or you know what I mean? Like, and add, you know, maybe add three or four extra picks doing it that way. Like, go, going all, you know, I don't know, do go wild and just trading all these picks. Do you think we could see something like that happen? Like, Bears fans wait forever to get to the number 39 pick in the damn draft. And Ryan Poles <laughs> trades it. All right, uh, we'll get to 48. They trade that too. Like, could it happen? I, I mean, crazier things have probably happened, right? Because he's made it known that he will build uh, and, and acquire more draft picks if he can. Yeah, I mean, I think it, I'd be a little surprised. I wouldn't be surprised that he's trading back at all. But, you know, that that would definitely be something. But I can, again... It's so frustrating because we don't know his tendencies. Right. So maybe he is someone who's willing to do that because, you know, a lot of like these top 30 pre-draft visits that they've had so far are players that they haven't had a chance to talk to. And there are players that will be available, you know, day two, day three, uh, obviously. So, I mean, it's very interesting. I could I could see it happening. I'm not going to rule that out. I mean, now I'm like, <laughs> I feel like we should add bears trade back twice yeah yeah that one's just like that (laughs) was a little an extra it's it's (laughs) that's more far-fetched right it's more far-fetched yeah yeah. but it could happen it could happen i mean i could see the bears trading it trading back and targeting a wide receiver later on uh you know alex pierce of cincinnati he's either in second or third round right john mechie from alabama second or third round so um there's still gonna be talent at wide receiver i think you know, finding that impact wide receiver, very huge on my personal list. And then in like no particular order, I want to get your take too. You know, I, I would like to see them draft multiple offensive linemen, Alyssa. I'm looking for at least like a tackle and a guard. I, I think that's, you know, important. Uh, more young talent, more depth along the offensive line. Uh, I think pass rush is a is a huge must after trading uh, Khalil Mack. So even if their first selection is on defense and it's an edge rusher that they love, um, I could be down for that. Uh, corner, obvious need. Got to get a corner. Um, you know, for obvious reasons, we don't have to go too in depth on the corner. And you know, defensive line depth is needed there. You know, as well, especially if Eberflus likes to rotate his guys and have guys fresh. Like we could use some young impact defensive linemen. And how many? How how many did I just rattle off there? Wide receiver, two offensive linemen, edge corner. <laughs> All right, so that's six. That's our six draft picks right there. Okay. So I haven't gotten to address tight end. I haven't gotten to address safety. So uh, this is tough. So I'm almost feeling like you got to trade back to address all these needs. Uh, but what's kind of your like preferred uh, Bears draft? Like, what are you hoping to get out of this? Uh, I think I want the Bears to get value at their positions. Because, I mean, this is a pretty deep group when you consider the extra year of eligibility with COVID last year and, you know, how guys were able to kind of, you know, stay back and get an extra year in. So, like, you're having – a much deeper group at multiple positions, I think. So there are going to be some really big impact players, you know, in rounds two and round three and round five, which is somewhere where, you know, the, the former Ryan Pace, you know, was really good at drafting, you know, those day three picks. So, I mean, I, I, I do think that if Ryan Poles can accumulate additional draft capital, when it makes sense, if the price is right, I think that he will and he should trade back. At maybe it's pick 39, maybe it's pick 48. Maybe it's both, you know, we don't know, you know, and I mean, I just want to make sure that, you know, he addresses some of these big, these big needs. Obviously there's too many, like you rattled off, but I mean, as long as they, you know, he goes receiver, offensive line, 
cornerback linebacker is another need because right now they yeah. don't have their, they'll have a third starting linebacker. Uh, so, I mean, there's just, I'm, I'm going to try to trust Ryan Poles in this because again, we don't really know his tendencies. I do think he's playing it. He's playing the long game, which makes a lot of sense considering he's brand new and, I'm sure when he went in there with his interview with George McCaskey and everybody, he was like, okay, well, look, you know, there's a lot of work that needs to be done with this roster and I'm going to start tearing it down and building it up. So that's something that, you know, he's not going to be able to do in one off season or one NFL draft, but I think we're going to start to see him, you know, start to see some of those players of the future that he's hoping down the line are going to be impact players. I think he'll, we'll see him target them this year. Maybe it's not what every all bears fans want him to do, but you know, I'm going to try to trust him. He has a vision. He's going to build this roster the way he wants it. And I, I guess I'll leave it at that. Cause I mean, I'm, it's so frustrating because I wanted to like, I don't, we don't know him yet really. And right. his tendencies and what he's going to really do and how he's going to approach this draft. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited and, and very intrigued. Yeah, you should be. And, and, you know, we could pour through all the mock drafts we want, make predictions, but you know, you know, the bears are a team with more needs than picks. They got six picks, and they have a lot more needs than that, right, Alyssa? So uh, no matter what you do, no matter what mock draft you do, you can't address everything, and you're always going to be left wanting more. Um, so there's that. So do you do you want to make a prediction on what they might do, what they're, you know, who the first player they draft is, or do you just, do, do you just want to play bingo? Like, what do, you, what do you think? Like, I'll give you the final word there. <laughs> I don't oh, want to make it. Like, I'm not making think any, they're yeah. going to draft first? Yeah, I'm not making any predictions, but do you got something? Because I know you've been working on this. And I, I feel like I have three different scenarios and they all involve their top or actually I have four different scenarios probably. Yeah. Uh, one of them involves him trading back with the first pick, which yep. I could definitely see that happening because they were so high up in the second round yep. and that's going to be appealing to a lot of teams, uh, especially because the bears are not competing currently, you know, it's going to take a couple of years to get that roster. Right. Definitely. Um, I could see them. If Christian Watson's there, I could see them, you know, staying put at 39 and go and, you know, drafting him. I could see them going after a cornerback. Like I mentioned, Kyler Gordon is someone I would not be shocked at that because, you know, a lot of people are expecting him to go polls to go offense first, but it would not be a shock to see him address a cornerback position that needs to be addressed. And he hasn't really done so, you know, with the exception of of Tavon Young, uh, who's going to be in the slot. So, I mean, you really need to get a starter at that position. And then I could also see them going offensive line. I mean, it's because, you know, Ryan Poles is a former offensive lineman, right? So he's someone right. who he understands, you know, he ha- he tried to go out and get Ryan Bates to be that right guard. You know, they have a they have a glaring hole at that position right now. And it's interesting because uh, in voluntary minicamp, they're experimenting right now with different alignments on the offensive line. So Tevin Jenkins, who played or when he was playing last year, was at left tackle. He was playing right tackle during Tuesday's practice and Larry Boron was moved to left tackle. They had Sam Mustafer at right guard, who I don't think he's going to, he's not going to be starting, but they didn't have, I think that was blatantly clear. They didn't have a right guard. So they definitely need to address, address the offensive line. I could see them doing that with one of the first two picks in the second round. So, I mean, it's, I, I don't know if I answered your question, but I mean, there's you a did. lot of different yeah. things yeah, totally. uh, that they could do. <laughs> yeah, it, it could go. And, and I agree with you hundred percent. I think we're going to see, the Ryan Poles factor here, and it's going to be multiple offensive linemen. That's one. That's my prediction. Yeah. I don't know when they're going to take him. I just I, we're going to see multiple offensive linemen taken, and hopefully a wide receiver. Uh, but we will we will see. So uh, so much fun 
on the Bears Wire this week, just like last year, Alyssa, you will you're going to put up the article that has the bingo card, right? So so fans can get the card, yep. and then that that way next year when we Google Bears draft bingo, the first two images will be both of our bingo cards, 2021 and 2022, and we'll officially have a tradition going, right? So fans will want to be checking Bears Wire to find the bingo card. Yes, definitely. And who knows, maybe we'll get another bingo. Well, here's hoping we get another bingo because I'd be okay with with a lot of these. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with the exception of the trading up. I think last year's was harder than this year's. I think we, we went a little yeah. easier this year, you know, because now it's like you want to get a streak going, you know, you want to not get a bingo. So, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, like you said, we're still learning the new regime. We can't really make fun of them too much yet. We're still lear- getting to know them. So, you know, maybe we'll have more venom next year. You know, like like we did for Nagy and Pace. Hopefully not, but uh, I really hope not. <laughs> yeah, but we'll see. But yeah, this one's a little bit. This one's a little bit easier. Hopefully, we're hitting bingo again. Check out the uh, the Bears wire for the uh, the card. Alyssa will have that up for us. And uh, yeah, enjoy the draft. We'll be back afterwards to break it all down and and see how we did. We'll catch you then. This USA Today Sports Podcast has been presented by USA Today's Sports Media Group and is available in your favorite podcast store. Make sure to subscribe for weekly updates, the latest fantasy picks from Corey Bonini, and the Huddle Podcast, Inside the Weekly Line, with Sportsbook Wire's Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren, and the Bet Slippin' Podcast. We'll see you again next week.